Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, here we are on a Friday morning, this first hour on KDL 610 with Sound Off. And uh, I'll tell you what, lots of things going on all over the country. But the one thing we want to talk about right off the bat here today, because it affects so many people in the Northland, is uh, a story that I pulled out of both Minneapolis and the Duluth newspapers this morning. The, uh, the Huber uh, Wood Factory uh, that was supposed to open up in uh, Cohasset, and this, you got to remember now, a couple of things have happened in Cohasset. First of all, years ago, Cohasset changed its uh, the way that it uh, fired up its coal-burning fire plant up there or, or energy plant. They had improved the quality and the cleanliness coming out of those smokestacks a, a hundredfold. And it was really a very good operation, very clean operation. But because of the environmental demands in the state of Minnesota... Uh, they were told you got to close up. You got to close shop. You can't uh, can't operate that uh, that plant, uh, coal fire plant anymore. It's uh, you know just not good. So they looked around for years trying to find uh, some way that they could keep the people that were working up there at Boswell working at a, a decent wage, and they came up with an opportunity. Uh, Huber Wood Products. Or hub, I guess it's Huber, yeah, H-U-B-E-R, Huber Wood Products. They got six plants around the country making building materials, and they were going to open a new fiberboard plant or in Cohasset. Well, not anymore. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to give you a thumbnail sketch of what happened. First of all, they were told by the state of Minnesota that they would not have to go through an entire environmental review because they weren't going to be processing or manufacturing anything that was going to be potentially harmful to the uh, to the air area around there um but yesterday uh well yesterday or the day before i guess it was the mayor of cohasset andy mcdonald um was given the news that the state and local officials heralded the project as potentially bringing in 158 much-needed jobs to the region, supporting, uh, Pete Woods I know is already aware of this, it would have been supporting the logging industry and, and the trucking industry and help offset some of the effects of the Boswell's coal-fired uh, closing. But they uh, they found out uh, yesterday or day before yesterday that that's not going to happen because Huber has now been told that no, you got to go through a, a full environmental project, uh, even though it was not needed. In fact, let me read you how this went down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last year, the city of Cohasset accepted a a lease a less stringent environmental assessment worksheet for the project, deemed an environmental impact statement a rigorous review of the project's environmental effects and an examination of alternatives that could take about a year to complete. But it was unnecessary because they had been told already by the state that this was unnecessary. The, fa the facility uh, 
was the size of about 800,000 square feet would typically trigger um, an impact statement. But the Minnesota legislature had passed law that specifically exempted the project from a study. But on Monday, the Minnesota Court of Appeals said there wasn't enough evidence to prove an environmental impact statement was unnecessary for the project. In other words, they didn't know it wasn't or was, but there just wasn't enough proof. While the court did not exact, explicitly order an environmental impact statement, it did send the issue back to the city for consideration and to issue a revised decision on whether such a review was needed or not. Well, you know, that that put uh, the company that was going to build this processing plant in a very tough position because they've got customers waiting for this project, waiting for the uh, product to be put out. Uh, and and so, so, in essence, they came back and said, look, we're, we're not going to go through all this again. We've had other states that have told us that they would uh, give us the opportunity that we need, the equipment, the land, and anything else that we would need. Um, so we're, we're just going to probably uh, go ahead and uh, operate out of a, out of another state. It is deeply disappointing that Huber had chosen not to bring these critical jobs to Minnesota. This is from Walls's office. It, they didn't make a decision not to bring those jobs. They made a decision that you, the state of Minnesota, the environmental impact group, the, uh, all of the agencies in Minnesota, we're going to make it so difficult and so harassing for them. Um, you know, one of the individuals, uh, well, the other part of this is that the Leech Lake Band of of, uh, of uh, Native Americans got their nose bent out of shape because this organization didn't come to it early. They were disappointed uh, that... Uh, the, the court largely sided with the Leech Lake Band of Ojibwe, which challenged the city's di division to forego the environmental impact statement. The band's reservation is about a mile away from the project's proposed location, but the band had said it was not consulted before the project's announcement in 2021. See, they, they got their nose bent out of shape that they weren't consulted ahead of time. So in a news release Thursday afternoon, the Leech Lake, Leech Lake Band said it was also disappointed that Huber hadn't that uh, Huber hadn't jumped through the hoops and twisted themselves in knots to make this uh, opportunity happen. Um, the impact of the proposed plant, this is again from the Leech Lake Band, uh, could have potentially harmed uh, uh, our environmental uh, uh, you know area around us. The Minnesota Center for Environmental Ac Advocacy, which helped the band uh, put together a legal challenge, de declined to comment at all. They don't, they don't want to take credit for making this happen because that wouldn't make them look bad. Now, at the same time, the state uh, senator from that area, State Senator uh, uh, Justin Acorn, blamed the band for Huber's decision. He said, this is BS and it's got to end. The Leech Lake Band could have come to the table to figure out a solution, but they chose to kill the entire project through protected legal action, Icorn said. As a result, Minnesota loses out on hundreds, if not thousands, of jobs, 
$450 million in direct investment, billions of dollars in long-term economic impact, and the phenomenal partner that has won environmental international awards for sustainability. Icorn also blamed Governor Tim Walz, who he said didn't lift a finger to make it happen. It's pretty sad stuff when you uh, read this. And Now, is this the same story, Brad, that uh, was posted earlier to the Sound Off page? Yes. Th- yes th- this is. is from the businessnorth.com? Yep. That... Well, it's not the same story. The, the, I'm getting this all this information out of both stories that appeared today in the Duluth News Tribune and okay, okay. one that appeared in the okay. Minneapolis Star. Well, the one uh, businessnorth.com that Lee Bloomquist wrote that we uh, shared to the Sound Off page is pretty much the same stuff to some degree, but... One of the things that really uh, struck me and stuck out on this is Huber. Huber Engineered Woods, they're a 140-year-old American company headquartered in Charlotte, North Carolina. It has operations in five states, employs uh, 4,000 people globally. The company's principles are environmental health, safety, sustainability, ethical behavior, respect for people, and excellence and Minnesota loses. Wait, wait a minute, Kenny. Kenny, would you read that again? This this company uh, Huber is, is best known. Huber is best known for what? Did you say? Again, the company principles are environmental health, safety, sustainability, ethical behavior, respect for people, and excellence. Boy, Kenny, that sounds to me like a company that would come into Minnesota, rape, pillage, and plunder, doesn't it? No. And it's sad that Minnesota doesn't have this. And I just wonder, Brad, if this is what uh, uh, County Commissioner, St. Louis County Commissioner Keith Nelson hinted towards. Remember you had him on your show with Let the Sawdust Fly, and he hinted about something big in the works. I have a feeling this might have been it. Uh, Granted, it's Itasca County that would have benefited more so. But nonetheless, Brad, this is just uh, an awful thing to have to read uh, and well, and, and Kenny, wow. remember the the offshoots of this, the fingers that come off of this plant, are truckers, loggers, uh, you know, people that try to make a living of the sweat of their brow out in the woods day to day. They're not going to have a market. They, you know, they were looking for a little bit of a, a, a little bit of leeway here that would have helped them out, but that ain't going to happen. So anyway, we got to try to stay on schedule here. We got to take our first break of uh, the morning. We'll be back shortly here on Sound Off on a Friday. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, nineteen for me. Cause I'm the tax KDAL time is 1127, sunshine, but chilly, 17 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth, Brad. Yeah, kind of cold. TJ's got to love it. He has his own theme music now, the Beatles Tax Man. TJ, how are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. People are giving me a lot of trouble. They're saying you're getting too big for your britches. Of course, I have a lot of older clients, you know, they talk like that. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely they do. Well, I received a not a notification, an email last week from the people you were talking about over in uh, was it the Netherlands or uh, somewhere out in the on the Balkan someplace? Yeah, so they're out in in Dun, Scotland. Yeah, they told me they sent Scotland. an email in the day. How nice! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> 
Well, I'll tell you, no, this is about the time, isn't it? You got you. You're probably buried in in uh, tax uh, forms right now. Yeah. But this is that time of the year, right? It is. You know what do they say? We're busy in a one arm paper hanger in a butt kicking contest. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. Keeps me young. <laughs> so, it does do that. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot of like specific advice today because you know we we do a lot of that, and I know people have actually been writing this stuff down and things, but. I wanted to really remind everybody with some facts that the, you know, the tax codes, they're getting simpler. And this year especially, with all the changes, because after COVID, everything going back to the, the 2019 stuff, it's just not fun. And I reviewed, sadly, a lot of it because of your show, because I hate to, like, boost your ego, but a lot of people call because <laughs> of this thing we do. And they always tell me that. They go, well, I'm calling because I heard you on the radio. And I go, well, now you know a celebrity. And they go, yeah, Brad yeah. is nice. And I was like, no, I'm the celebrity. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets that. But I've looked at like 30 returns this month. And do you want to guess the percentage? You know, these are the reviews that we do for free for, you know, people that right, returns right. like years ago or this year's return. So I've looked at 30 this month. Guess the percentage that were off by thousands of dollars because they just don't understand all these, you know, millions of tax codes. You want to take a guess at that oh, percentage? Oh, man. Can we, can we say that again? That is so important. First of all, let me lay this up so that people understand what's saying. One of the first times TJ was on the show with me, with, with our little highlights here on Friday, he said, look, I know a lot of people in the Northland do their taxes themselves, and I'm not going to try to convince them not to do it. If they want to do their taxes themselves, I'll be that last uh, kind of a uh, check guy. I'll be the guy that'll look at them. If they want to bring them in, I'm not going to charge them to do their taxes or anything. I'll look at it and I'll try to make a review. And if I find some things that might help them out, I'll let them know. Now you're just saying, uh, TJ, that you have found mistakes that amount to thousands of dollars for people. And my policy is, it's like, you know, if it's a two or $300, you know, everybody, that's fine. It's not huge. But, you know, if you're giving the government two, three, four thousand $4,000 that you don't need to, you know, that starts to add up, you know. That's a night out at McDonald's. It's getting a little oh, expensive yeah. there. But I, yeah. I've just been kind of surprised, you know. But like I said, this month, I've done about 30 reviews of things. And how what percentage of those had thousands of dollars or enough change that I'm really glad they came to see me. Um, what percentage do you think that is? Oh, God, it's, uh, I don't know, 10%, 20% maybe at the most? 90. 90? Nine, people? Course, there's a little bit, the odds are a little in my favor because people come to see me when they kind of feel something's wrong. So I got that going, you know, on my side. So I'm not trying to tell everybody that, I'm not trying to say, you know, 90% of them are wrong, but I'll tell you, if you're if they don't feel right, if something just doesn't feel right, 90% of those people that have called me were saying, look, did you know about this? And how come you're doing that? How come you don't do it this way? And here's another way to look at that. And they get done yeah. with it, and it's thousands of dollars. And that's just how it goes. And so I just, I thought that was important because remember we talked last week about if you pay, do it online, it doesn't tell you, you know, thank you for doing your taxes, but if you just, taking these other deductions, you'd have an extra $3,000. It doesn't tell you that. Oh, no. It just says, pay your <laughs> no. fee and thank you for filing with us. And if it did, you know, people would go, well, I want to find some more deductions. And so they just sort of go, I only paid a few hundred dollars to have them done, so I saved money. And it's like, boy, oh, yeah. boy, 
the money that just goes because it's just complicated. It's not cases well, like me that want to look at the code all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Northlanders, I hope you just heard this little segment. If you didn't, or if you have a family friend or maybe somebody that's been doing their taxes on their own, tell them to listen to our podcast and listen to this thing at the bottom of the first hour because this is important stuff that TJ can help you out with. I'm going to give you the phone number over at TJ's. Uh, you know, TJ, what do you call your 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 uh, your business? It, is it just TJ uh, Thorlix and Taxes, or what do you call it? No, it's just it's Thorlix and Tax. Thorlix and Iceland okay. has to do with the family okay. history, but super. Well, the phone number to get a hold of TJ is two one eight two seven nine one nine. And I hope you just heard this segment because 80% of you are doing uh, work that you could have been making more money or could have been getting more of your hard-earned money back uh, by taking legitimate deductions that are out there that you may not even know about. So again, 218-279-1920. TJ, I know you're busy as a one-armed paper hanger but uh thank you so much for checking in with us today and uh well i hope you can just keep doing it oh and i want to i can i give you one little piece of information that i just got this morning sure this will this will this will make people understand that you're becoming even more of a uh, a star on the radio oh, i just Jimmy. found out this morning yeah i just found out this morning from one of our uh, top uh, um sales executives that the rating book on our uh, shows and stuff have just come out and KDAL has done the best it has done in a long time. Well, I'm sure that's not because of me. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could, I think you can take credit if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad that people listen and that we're helping out. That just cheers me Uh, up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you. Thank you so much. And we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. I'll be here. Folks, we gotta go uh we gotta go to our CBS news break. We'll be back shortly. KDAL time is eleven thirty seven. Yeah, we had some cold air this morning. Uh, Hibbing dipped way below zero this morning. We're gonna get an official uh take on that, but uh this morning the air temp uh, so far out ten below in Hibbing this morning. Uh, but they haven't finalized these numbers yet, but Nonetheless, very cold air. Uh, Duluth this morning, let's take a look uh, real quickly. Uh, the Sky Harbor Airport, uh, even down by the Lake Superior, uh, got chilly this morning. It got down into the single digits. Five above was the uh, low at Sky Harbor this morning. Well, I apologize, Kenny. I had my uh, my computer volume up. I was listening to some music last night, and I forgot to turn it down. So oh, yeah, that was coming clear. through loud and clear, and I haven't had time to communicate with you here. Uh, Brad, we have uh, District District 3B Representative Natalie Zalesnikar on the phone. Natalie, I saw you had a, uh, a very nice, uh, I don't know if it was a letter to the editor or your position statement uh, in the Duluth News Tribune today, but it was very, very nice, and it kind of... Uh, to put it all in a nutshell, I guess, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you basically said, even with as fast as everything is going down there at the uh, at the Capitol, uh, you're going to make sure that you make time to contact and, and stay communicating with your uh, constituencies. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, that's my uh, commitment to uh, northern Minnesota, is make sure everybody knows what's happening. 
Boy, this, uh, I don't know if you've even seen this story yet this morning. I'm sure you've heard about it, though, that this uh, wood wood factory uh, has pulled out of uh, an agreement to build a plant up in Cohasset because of uh, some environmental restrictions that have been put on it. And they've been told they're going to have to go through an in full environmental review again, even though they had been given assurances through the state of Minnesota that they wouldn't have to do that. So, They've got five other plants around the country, and they're going to go to some other state and build a process there. It, it kind of is a continuation of that feeling that a lot of people have in Minnesota that we're not very business-friendly in some ways. You know, my, my feeling, Brad, is it's, it's, it's really disappointing for northern Minnesota. And I, I think Senator Bach and Thomas Sony would be greatly disappointed that the north is being left behind and the policies are absolutely handcuffing people's ability to make a living in northern minnesota and it's absolutely ridiculous is what it is it is it, it truly is and here we sit uh, well we, we talked about it yesterday kenny and i we we sit here in the state of minnesota with the highest surplus we've ever had as a state and yet yesterday a story comes out uh, on both the wire services minneapolis and duluth paper that uh, we we have uh, had more people access food banks this year than ever before. It just seems uh, kind of like it doesn't make sense. We have all this money. We're collecting more in taxes than ever before, yet we got more people using poverty programs. It doesn't make—you're absolutely right. I mean, I voted yes to help the food shelves yesterday, and I also voted no on the school lunches for all because that— uh, initiative yesterday that the, the Democrats voted yes for is really going to hurt people. There's no reason for the people making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year to pay for lunches for people who are making way more than that who don't need it. So, you know, exactly. They, they, I, I, I thought, you know what? Why we we have seniors that need help with uh, their their uh, social security taxes being eliminated. We have money we can move other places, but we don't need to do it that way. Let's increase the threshold of who can apply. For free and reduced lunches, but to have everybody have free breakfast and lunch in public schools and private schools is is not a good use of our money right now because not everybody needs it. You're absolutely right. We've talked about that before. None of us, I don't think, uh, disagree with the helping you know low income families that are really struggling to get the kids the nutrition that they need to learn well to to get a good education, but to but like you said, to turn around and, and give it to some uh, family that's maybe making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that, that's like throwing money right out the window. Well, and the person that's, that's working that's, you know, making forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year and, and anybody else that's paying into taxes is paying for this whole program. So it's really hurting them instead of let's deal with the issue and help people who need it. And, um, and it's not going to change the fact that some of these kids are going to, you know, have credits and and owe on their lunch ticket because they're still going to be a la carte. And some of those kids are going to go through and some will and some won't. So you're not going to have 100 percent, you know, equity in that perspective, because, um, you know, they thought the, the lunch portions to be very small in the Obama years for this healthy diet. So if you're in sports or you're a growing kids, some of them want more than meal um, size is even portioned out at. Yeah. So I, I need to ask you a question, how you're, uh, how you're feeling as far as uh, your first couple of weeks in. Are you feeling like you're starting to uh, get the hang of things and, uh, and you're learning the ropes pretty good? I'm sure you've had other representatives down there kind of help you along the way. You know, I have, and everybody's been great. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's long days, but you know what? That's what I signed up for. You know, I'm usually there at 7 and I'm gone till 10, but 
you know, I'm there to try to stuff done for northern Minnesota. So um, we're working on the bonding things for the north. We're working on, you know, Highway 61 getting completed up in two harbors and uh, Rice Lake needs water and sewer and Hermantown needs this community center hockey rink. And there's lots of things. So we're working on multiple things for the north. And I think we'll get some things done and hopefully get Social Security tax done once and for all. Eliminate it. Boy, I sure hope so. I've heard a lot of, we, we get a lot of comments from people on a regular basis about the Social Security, the fact that so many states have done away with that, yeah. and yet uh, here we are in Minnesota hanging on to it. I, I agree. I mean, I, I feel I'm blessed. I get to work for all the people of northern Minnesota, and, you know, I'd rather be in the arena trying to fight for the people than not be there. So, you know, I'm just going to keep working hard to message and get get people the information because they're all working and busy raising families, so they don't have to sit there and research the bills. I can give them a little synopsis of what's happening, and they can get involved if they want to. Fantastic. Well, Natalie Zalesnikar, our new uh, state representative here in the Northland, thank you so much for checking in with us again. We appreciate this and uh, look forward to uh, doing more as the session moves along. It still looks like it's working at a kind of a breakneck speed, isn't it? Everything it is. is getting is. jammed fast. I think, uh, yep, this is the year that every idea that has ever been had is going to be um, pushed through <laughs> in the trifecta. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it's not ideal. But it is what it is. And so, you know, we have to realize that, you know, we're, we're not on a short sprint here. We're on a marathon that's got to be what's best for, for all of Minnesota, you know, for the Absolutely. for the people up on the North Shore and the people in southern Minnesota and in, the, in Minneapolis-St. Paul. One shoe doesn't fit all feet, so people have to remember that. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much, Natalie, for checking in with us, and uh, we look forward to it again very soon. Thank you, Brad. Have a great weekend, and thank you to all the listeners. Have a great weekend. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Kenny, uh, bef- before we get to our Minnesota news break here, I, I got to tell you, this story this morning hit me so hard because I had got- I've just gotten an email from one of our listeners, Roger. Not going to mention last names because it wouldn't be fair to them to put them in a spot like this. But, but Roger sent me an email this morning and said, look up House File 772. House File 772. He said the DFL progressives want to ban our gas stoves furnaces, wood heaters, etc., by changing the state's building code. That's what they're going to try to do in Minnesota. Instead of outwardly just out, out and out outlawing, they're going to change the building code so that you can't use uh, these kinds of products. And he says another, it's just another DFL backdoor trick to uh, for unelected bureaucrats to try to change what we do. And he said, now on top of that, they've chased the Huber plant away. It just doesn't stop. And then he said, and oh, by the way, my wife and I are taking off to Tennessee tomorrow, land shopping. One of the properties we plan to look at has five plus acres, a 1995 mobile home on it with a 24 by 36 garage, well and sewer. And you know what the property taxes are for the entire thing? A hundred and sixteen dollars a year. Now imagine what that would be in Minnesota. It would probably be around three times or maybe even more than that. I mean we've got some we've got some structural problems here in Minnesota, and a big part of it is that the the uh, progressives, the DFL progressive party in this state, cannot 
do anything without trying to find a tax that they like or that they uh, can't do away with. And they just keep building onto it and building onto it. I had a guy, guy down here the other day from Minnesota come up to me and he said, Brad, I just, I, I just became a resident here like you, you know, in the state of Florida. And he said, I just paid the, the, the uh, property taxes or the automobile taxes to get my plates on my car. He says it was unbelievable. He said it was like a pittance compared to Minnesota. And that's just what's going on on a regular basis. And then we wonder why Minnesota has lost population for the first time in a long time and probably going to continue the trend just like states like New York, California. You're going to see those people are coming out and moving to non-taxed or low-tax states on a regular basis. Because remember, folks, the lesson learned is that if you make some money, if you've got some money, you're much more mobile. You can choose where you live, and you don't have to live in the highest tax state in the union. Anyway, we got to go to Minnesota News Break. We'll be right back with more. KDAL time is 1154, 19 degrees in Duluth. Lots of sunshine. And Brad, on the phone, we do have George from Zenith Autoglass. And you know, uh, Zenith Autoglass, Kenny, is second to none. If you want glass done and you want it done properly, they'll do it. But they're also very, very, uh, I don't know what the proper wording would be. I guess community concerned. They really care about the com- the community they do business in. And George... I think will uh, will tell us a little bit. I'm hoping anyway about the uh, the whole uh, scenario that's going to be happening here very shortly with the Hunger Bowl Twin Ports. This is a way. This started what last year? I think George was your first year, wasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. And you guys through the agents now. Most of your business comes directly referred from agents where somebody call, somebody's insured with XYZ Insurance Company and uh, they, they get their windshield uh, broke, uh, glass, uh, you know, rock chip comes up or whatever. They call the insurance company, they make a claim, and the insurance company says, uh, well, you can go here, you can go there, you can go to Zenith, and uh, they'll, they'll do it for you. So because of that relationship, you've got them involved in helping have people bring in uh, canned goods, uh, you know, uh, non-perishable items to the agencies, and the agencies then you your people go around collecting them, and you have a little. It's kind of a a little lighthearted competition that you've got going on. Why don't you explain how this whole thing works? Well, we have forty-five local insurance agencies from Cloquet to the Twin Ports to Two Harbors that service collection centers for non-perishable food items or financial donations, and I'll I'll stress, a a financial donation, every dollar is worth $7 to the Second Harvest Northern Lakes Food Bank. So just $10 is $70 in purchasing power. And uh, so so these 45 agencies, they also will be posting this on social media, along with a donation link where you can make a donation on that agency's behalf. But they really came through last year. we raised over $64,000 in uh, non-perishable food and financial donations. It was nearly, very near one ton of food. <laughs> and my back felt every pound of it because I hauled every piece of every every bit of it. So I was running just like a one-armed paper hanger. Yeah. 
I would suggest just, uh, you know, just in the passing that you might want to get that lightweight guy that you got working for you hauling some of that stuff. He needs the exercise. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, when they all came to the shop, then, then the crew, uh, you know, they, they helped me get it uh, to where we stored it until Second Harvest came to pick it up. But, uh, no, it was just well, a that... great effort, and, and it just really choked me up. When I talked to Shay Morris, the director of Second Harvest Northern Lakes Food Bank, she said, we really knocked it out of the park. That's great. And and like you say, it's amazing that a cash donation can go so much further because the buying power of that allows you to buy, and not only buy more product, but buy the product that really is needed by the people that are having tough, tough times uh, making ends meet. So this is great work you guys are doing. And then there's also something that goes on at the end. Is there a, 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 a bowling tournament or something that happens? Yeah. Yeah. So on March 11th is the culmination, the the, uh, the zenith of this event, if you will. And uh, there's a competitive bowling tournament from 12 to 3, and three-person teams can register for that. There's a $500 and trophy uh, prize for first, uh, 300 for second, 200 for third. And then from three to six, there is a uh, uh, public bowling, a recreational bowling, and there'll be some media representation there. Well, there'll be some uh, folks from KQ. Uh, last year, Dan Hanger was there. I believe he'll be there again this year. Uh, Outstanding. We've got uh, Outstanding. The, uh, uh, other 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 notables in the uh, media. Well, George, and, uh, George, followed we're, by a dinner. we're running out of. We're running out of time, so I want to make sure I get the phone number in here. If you want more information about this, uh, you can go to uh, you can go to Zenith Auto Glass's website. Uh, their phone number is two one eight two seven five 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 five. That's two one eight two seven five 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 five. I know that Kenny has put something up on our web pages too about this uh, hunger bowl, and uh, we'll try to help you out as much as we can as well. Zenith Auto Glass, great glass company, even a better public uh, uh, public servant here in the Northland. We'll be back.